You're listening to the Couch Fire Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Billingsley, firefighter, engineer here at Couch Fire. And today, I'm speaking with Kendon Goodman, firefighter here at Couch Fire. How you doing, Kendon? Uh, good. It's good to be here. Now, how long ago did you join Couch Fire? Uh, I joined, let's see here, two years ago in 2019. Uh, it would have been August. It was right before Porkfest, I believe. Okay. And uh, did you attend vocational school? I did. I did. Uh, my junior year, I went to, it was a first year uh, program that they started at the MAC Training Center uh, by Task Force Tips. Uh, and it was to train high school kids to get their firefighter one and two and fire suppression certification through high school because there was a shortage of uh, first responders in Indiana. So it was a program and grant that got started through there. Um, And then my senior year, I took a EMT vocational through Hobart, uh, St. Mary's at Hobart High School um, in the second half of the day. And COVID affected that, right? It did. It did uh, for the worse, I'm afraid, uh, unfortunately. Um, it kind of shut everything down. Our clinicals got shut down, uh, and we had been, we were probably about halfway through them. And then once it hit, they had to stop all, all clinicals, all ride time for, I mean, everybody, every EMT class was stopped. And then we weren't even going to class. So we were doing these real short, easy online assignments for them. And pretty much it just kind of fell through and it, didn't work out. How long have you lived in that couch area? Whole life, pretty much. All my 18 years. Born over in the country on the southwest or southeast part of Couts on a farm. Family farms. Been there since grandpa uh, built a house we live in now. Um, and my dad and mom moved in and they've been farming. He's dad's almost 50 now. He's been farming ever since, and I've been, I got uh, an older brother, and then I have an older sister and a younger sister, and my brother and I, we helped out on the farm ever since, I don't know, about eight years old. We've been helping out doing work and running equipment and stuff like that, and then uh, Kyler kind of now is, he's uh, going to RMC as a lineman. Uh, He's an apprentice there right now. He's working through school there. Um, and right now I'm out helping dad on the farm and with his other business that he is, he's a dealer through a company called Precision Planning, which makes technology for planners. And so we can get more accurate, exact and even emergence and better crops pretty much. And so I'm learning how to do, do stuff with that and. So I can help customers so he doesn't have to run around and do all that himself, which is stressful. Now, what caused you to want to get into the fire service? There's a couple guys at our church in La Crosse. They're on, they were, they're volunteer firemen for La Crosse. And I always wanted to be on a volunteer department. I looked up to them growing up as a little kid. And so as soon as this vocational opened, I was figured, to do it then in high school while I'm not really having to work it in with actual work. I can do it as part of school. And I took the opportunity and loved it. You did the program through the school with a vocational. Would you recommend anyone that is looking to get into the fire service to do it while they're in high school? 
Yes. I would recommend it. I, well, yeah, I'd recommend it do it through high school, especially if you're going to do volunteer. Um, if you're going to looking to get on a volunteer department, if you're not looking to do it as a career, definitely go, definitely take this opportunity because out of high school or out of trying to do it out of high school, I've heard is just, it's a nightmare. It's just because it's, you're doing it after work and it's at night and it's just so it takes forever to do it. And this way during school, all you got to worry about is doing your homework and you're there during school out, normal vocational hours for school, which is, you know, half the day, the second half of your school day. During the academy, what was one of your most favorite activities or subjects that you guys had? Uh, it was probably when we started doing a bunch of ho- doing hose movements, uh, advancing hose through buildings. That was I enjoyed that. I enjoyed doing it. It was fun doing it blacked out because that was always a challenge. You had to remember through the walkthroughs, and they could all of a sudden in some of the buildings they could change the walls up with you know just quick couple latches and they were on some hinges and changed the whole layout, but it was always fun. So being situational awareness. Yeah. Going in, trying to memorize where you're at and then coming Mm -hmm. back blacked out and doing a search or doing a push, whatever it is. Pushing hose or finding a victim or finding a down firefighter and then you had to package him and drag him out. All while you can't see. Yeah. What did you find one of the most difficult things to do at the academy? Was it the schoolwork? Some different activities as far as hands-on, what was it? Uh, it was more of uh, adjusting to OSHA, like the safety stuff that we had to go through that we did, which was totally new to me. Exposed to some of the things that they did. and In, in, like, in the industry. In in, yeah, industry. in the industry, right, correct. And like running saws, there was, we were taught, you know, as kids, like how to run them. And then we were taught, and then we went out and used them. And we were expected to not screw around with them, fool around with them pretty much, basically. Uh-huh. And so you've been using it, and you know how to use it. And then you, and then we went to academy, and we had to go relearn how to use saws. But we had to do certain things. Safety procedures. So, yes. Checklist. That, that were – that. For me, it was like, why am I doing this? But I understand why we did it. It makes sense why to do it. Right. But so you just it was just learning the was, safe way. It was just it was just different. The fire service way. Yeah. It just changes how the the way you're using the tool mm-hmm. and what purpose. I mean, we're using them a little bit differently than normal. Right. Um, it's it's a tool. It's a life saving tool. It's not something that we're going mm-hmm. out and doing special projects with. Right. You finished the academy. You yes. got your firefighter one and two. Yes. Um, you went through your cadet proby stage here at the firehouse. You got voted on, accepted. Yep. Brought in. Got your bunker gear. Got everything that you need. You're you're responding. Yep. Full member. Have yep. voting rights. Everything. Ivy Tech just came out with a way for first responders to be able to attend college. Correct. Yeah. So they have this program, um, and it's basically. It's for a two-year degree, and you can get your pretty much for free as long as you you have proof that you are a. It's for volunteer firemen to get their degree in what they need and well whatever they can get there. The different um, classes, yes, programs. yes, and you have to provide proof that you are part 
of a volunteer fireman. There was I had to get a letter from Chief, signed by Chief, every Chief Gettler. Um, I think it was every time I uh, signed up for classes every semester. I had to provide that proof. Otherwise, I would have to pay for it. And I have used other scholarship money that I have. In the two years that you've been here at Couch Fire, what is a few of the things that you enjoy the most about being on this department? I think the way everybody is around each other. Um, it's um, less than, it's pretty much a big family. Um, I mean, we, we kind of tease each other and get after each other, but, I mean, we're there for each other, and we got each other's backs. I mean, whenever we need it. I mean, it's like a family. It's like me and my brother. I mean, we can be arguing, but when we need each other, we're there. The time that you've been here, has anything changed for you as far as what your expectations were to what they actually are? Our two instructors in the vocational, they were career. One went to Portage. It was uh, Lieutenant um, Teresa Janovitz, and then the other one was, at the time when I was there, he was an engineer. Now he is a a lieutenant, I believe, uh, is Robert Schulte. Uh, he lives in Couts. Um, but they pretty much told us what it was like, um, really. I mean, how people, how they act, how they are like a family. The pranks sometimes that they pull, some of them, not all of them, they told us. But like they, gave, they, gave us, they gave us a good idea of what we were expecting, and it was, yeah, it was pretty true. Like stirring the water up in the... In the tanker, yeah, or push start in the K twelve. Push start in the K twelve. I mean, there's a lot of fun we have. Yeah. Where do you see yourself in the fire service in the future? Uh, right now, uh, just as a firefighter, um, I don't know. I don't really give it much thought. Um, firefighter. I mean, it's a pretty simple job. I like doing that one. That one's fun. There's not too much responsibility. You're not bossing a bunch of people around, but you have an important job. One of the questions that I ask everybody that I talk to on, on the podcast is, what does Couch Fire mean to you? Family, uh, be respectful and honest is a big thing. Um, we're a big family, but you don't you need to fess up to your stuff, your mistakes. And if you don't, this is going to be a big problem. Can you talk a little bit about you going to Ivy Tech? What are your plans there? Uh, right now, I am going there for a... Uh, Two year, it's a apply. It's an associate's applied associate's degree in ag, um, mainly to learn the business side of agriculture, of running a farm, the management type paperwork stuff. Because I don't have a lot of experience with that, and learning that because that's half the job of farming is paperwork. And I kind of switched my gears from. I kind of wanted getting out of high school. I wanted to try doing um being a career fireman and then i would farm the two days i was off but i ended up emt ended up not being my thing it ended up just it was hard for me to understand um it's not that i probably couldn't do it it was just hard for me to grasp the concept of the medical stuff and then some of it i understand majority of it but there was some of it i just couldn't get and then I didn't end up passing my written test. I could do the skills, but the written test that they had me take, that you have to take, the National Registry, I mean, the questions were just, they're made to trick you, and I'm a horrible test taker. So 
when it come down to that, I just, I tried and I studied, but I just couldn't get it. And then at the end of the test, they don't tell you what you missed. So you have no idea what you what you right. really need to focus on. So it's like you have to restudy everything else. And then I ended up applying to Valpole Fire when they had that big hiring mm-hmm. the, this winter. I didn't make it. They didn't call me. They ended up hiring people that obviously had more experience, had were paramedics or transferees or uh, nurses. I heard they hired a couple of those, but all I had really to offer was my fire certs. I mean, I had my EMT cert was pretty much pending, I guess mm-hmm. what you would call it. You grew up in Couts. You attended the Couts school. What year did you graduate? 2020. 2020. And how old yeah. are you? 18. So you would have finished vocational and got your firefighter one and two cert at what age? 17. 17? False. 18. 18. Yes. So your junior year. Yeah, it was junior year. So you were certified firefighter in the state of Indiana, your junior year in high school. Yes, end of junior year in high school, I was certified. I didn't have firefighter two until I turned 18, which was senior year. I was born in 02, so May of 02. So I was firefighter one, hazmat awareness and ops, and then there was a fire suppression I got in the end of my junior year and then my firefighter two didn't come it wouldn't but it wouldn't show up that i had it until i was 18 right so so out of high school you you were certified yes. as a firefighter one and two yes walking into the fire service at a young age going through high school was there anything that you thought you knew about the fire service that wasn't true uh i didn't know that much about it Walking into it, I kind of just jumped into the MAC program because I wanted to do it. I figured I'd get it out of the way, and I went from that. I didn't know that much, but, I mean, I learned that. I mean, I picked up right away on it. It was pretty simple. I mean, a lot of it was, I mean, common sense. You could put things together pretty easily. We do a lot of different types of training here at Cows Fire. Since you've been here, what is your favorite one? I'm going to say the ice rescue one so far. Um, I haven't got to do any live burns with us, with these guys yet in a in a house yet. I've heard those are pretty good. But the only ones I've done, we, we've we done at the MAC the, and, and their blue building where they do their live burns. Um, but those are kind of hard to simulate a house. I mean, you can simulate smoke, but it's all, it's all a class A camp. Uh, combustibles which is like straw pallets so it's all white it's not real it doesn't like flare up if it's backdraft or anything like that it won't push like flash. it won't flash yeah yes and it's in a shipping container so it's you have a seat of the fire but it's hard to get it to temperature like in a house and see what it's what a different like off gassing of different materials you just go in and find it and but it's good it's good training to do but it's it's a little different but i'd say the ice rescue because i mean you get to go out you're actually you go out and you pull pull a guy out you learn the technique to do it and then you get to be you are the victim and then you learn to throw the ropes throw the rope bags 
which is a trick. There's a, there's a technique to it. Plus, I figure if I ever respond to one, they're going to put me in the gummy suit because I'm the smallest. So It's good to know how to do it, right? Yeah, I might as well know how to do it fairly well, too. Making the decision to go to the MAC Center to get into the fire service is a pretty big deal for a young person. Why did you choose the fire service route over any of the other programs that they offer? Um, well, like I said earlier, I wanted to get on it. I knew I was I was gonna get on a I was gonna get on a volunteer department. It was gonna be couch because I was in closest to couch. Um, so whether I did that out of high school or I mean I was planning on doing it out of high school until this happened and I was just talking to I was talking to different people that were in the fire service and they were like do it they said I mean they, I mean we we went and looked at this we went and uh, did a preview of it they held a, like a career day career day yeah or well was it a career day no it was like wasn't a career it was like a open house open house at the location at that at the Mac and we went through there and I was talking to different people and kind of what my plan was and they were like definitely do this because of the how you have to do it outside of outside of high school just the way it's done is you'll be I mean if you can do it and it's in your school day and get it done and it, I mean and you don't have to be in school really I mean you're there it's not really school it's a lot easier to get it done Oh, it, it's 100% easier to get it done in high school. Because you don't have other things to do. You like don't have, work. you're not, you're not working until whenever and then getting off and then you're out there for, I don't know, how long do our, how long do they usually go to? Is it like, it's like six, six well, in the timeline, it's like six to, oh, yeah, like six know. to 10 or something. something. Like that, it's yeah. like, yeah. And then you get home and then you got to get up, go to work and then you do it again and then. With all the different types of tools and apparatus that we have here, are any of them your favorite or interest you the most? The battery-operated extrication tools are pretty cool, but the Pro-Pack is really... We used that recently at a barn fire, and it was really interesting to use it to me. Um, just how much that little bit of foam you can use and spread on such a area and i mean it was it was a decent size area and we had a we used we had a good amount of foam put on it but we didn't really use that much out of the pro i mean we emptied the tank but it's only like was it like a gallon and a half or so and covered the whole thing so for yeah. for those that don't know what a pro pack is you want to explain that uh pro pack pretty much is it's a, it's got foam in it. It's for spreading a fire suppressive foam. Uh, you run off a hose line, you gate it down to a, like a half inch line. And you put a special nozzle on it and it siphons the foam up into the water stream. And then it comes out and there's a big, big nozzle on the end. And it aerates it pretty much and creates foam. And the way it works, foam, the way the foam works is it pretty much makes a blanket over whatever you're 
whatever's burning. So you mainly will use it on like liquid fires, like like a big gasoline spill. Um, basically, and what it does is it separates the fuel from the air and puts the fire out. Yeah, smothers it. Well, Kendon, I appreciate you stopping in, chatting with me. We're gonna have to do it again. Yeah, it was fun. I was a little nervous coming into it. I've never done anything like this, but yeah, it's just good time. Well, again, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to the Couch Fire Podcast. If you're looking for more information about the Couch Fire Department, visit us on couchfire.com or any of the social media platforms with at Couch Fire.